Hello, and welcome to Building the Best Possible Board Meeting with David Reed. My name is Rachel Cartwright, and on today's episode, we will be getting to know our speaker, David Reed, and learning some key points about his webinar on Building the Best Possible Board Meeting. I'd like to welcome David Reed to the show. David, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us today. I hope you're staying safe and healthy and keeping socially distanced right now. I am. Thank you so much for having me, Rachel. It's my pleasure. And uh, I guess I'm better than socially distanced right now. I guess I'm I'm virtually distanced. So that's uh, you know that's the best possible world. Yes, absolutely. That's what we're gunning for here right now. So are you um are you able to work from home a little bit of the time at least? Absolutely, right absolutely. Like everybody else. Uh, you know, you adapt and modify. And a great amount of my practice had actually been um, involving uh, live training events, uh, conferences, um, strategic planning sessions, uh, annual meetings, uh, things of that nature. So I've been doing an awful lot of adapting uh, in order to have effective uh, events and interactions uh, virtually. So utilizing, uh, you know, different technologies, different techniques. Um, but yeah, all from the safety of my uh, my home office. Yeah, absolutely. The new normal is just uh, learning how to, to cope with social distancing and how to, to live online virtually. <laughs> that is the new normal. Um, absolutely. Yeah. Well, well, good stuff, David. Well, um, I, I like I say, I really appreciate you jumping on with us today. Um, if we want to just jump right into it, to get started, I have a couple of questions for you that I think will help the listeners get to know you and the topic a little bit better. I'm curious, David, what is your favorite part of your job? Oh, that's a, uh, that's a great question. So I'll answer it this way. When I first worked for a credit union. It was 1999, and I had worked at a law firm in Washington, D.C. prior to that. And I came into the credit union, and I was in-house counsel and collections manager. And I had never worked for a financial institution. I had never worked for any entity, entity other than a, um, a law firm. And I uh, absolutely loved, you know, learning the business I loved, you know, uh, working with the people and all of that. But one of the things that really surprised me is I was absolutely captured by the concept of the cooperative movement uh, and working at a credit union where you are in a financial institution that's owned by its members. You know, so the people that borrow the money and deposit the money, they're they're not just, you know, they're not customers, they're owners. And I loved it. I loved how the credit union was involved with the community. And it, it made such a difference to be, uh, you know, believing in, uh, in kind of the cause that was the business that within six months of me being at the credit union, uh, my wife also noticed such a difference in me um, that she left a job in high-tech marketing uh, and uh, went to work for a credit union, and that began her uh, credit union career. Uh, so uh, I, I will say that that probably my favorite thing uh, about this industry uh, is is the financial cooperative nature of it. I mean, I, I love all kinds of other elements as well. I love the people. I love you know I, I'm broken enough in my mind that I love working on uh, kind of on some complex uh, matters. Uh, but at the end of the day, I keep coming uh, back to the fact 
uh, that, that credit unions um, serve a special place in the community, uh, you know, because of their structure, the cooperative nature of the structure. Absolutely. Yeah, that's awesome, David. I, I totally hear you. When you love what you do, you hardly work a day in your life. That's amazing. Oh, I love it. Great quotation. <laughs> I love to hear that. Yeah. Well, awesome. Um, I, so obviously you love your job. That's great news. <laughs> um, so is there anything specifically related to building the best possible board meeting that has you really excited, or really just pumped about? Absolutely. So on all of my topics, as I think about um, what sessions would be helpful uh, to the credit union community, um, I really focus on my own experiences. So, you know, and there's many different types of uh, sessions, educational sessions you can do. Sometimes there's a new rule that's out. Uh, Sometimes there's a big issue uh, to address. And putting out, uh, you know, educational material uh, that gives, uh, you know, good ideas and good guidance and, and, and that takeaway toolkit, you know, that will help people through that. This session on building a better um, board meeting, the perfect board meeting, if you will, uh, is a little bit different. And this comes uh, from experiencing problems with board meetings over the years. And as you can imagine, as an attorney, I'm, I'm not really in the good news business. So people don't call me because they're having the best day ever. And typically, if I'm involved in, in their board meetings, um, then there's some kind of an event going on. I'm typically doing a briefing or, or, or something like that. And I also have the vantage point that I'm a credit union volunteer. I, I'm chairman of a supervisory committee, so I attend... Uh, you know, 12 board meetings uh, plus the annual meeting every single year. And I began to notice that so many different credit unions were frustrated by the board meeting, that uh, there was something that was not satisfying about it. And it, it could be any number of things. It could be they were too long. It could be that they were too short, that everything's on the consent agenda. And by the time everybody's like, hey, how you doing? Next thing you know, the the meeting's over. Uh, It could be uh, that uh, the group allows a particular member of the group, a board member, um, to kind of just hijack the meeting uh, and go off on kind of their own tangent. Uh, It it could be um, that the the group doesn't feel that they... um, that they have the information that they need in advance uh, to to make the decisions that they are required to make. So all of these different items, you know, made me think, you know what, how about we put a best practices session together uh, that looks over these lessons learned. And one of the things I think people are going to find interesting about this particular session is uh, they may think that I've been listening into their board meeting because they're going to find out that there's a lot of other boards out there that have similar frustrations or are just looking for a way uh, to have a more productive meeting, uh, reduce frustrations, increase efficiency uh, to give everybody uh, a, a more uh, positive feel to it. Um, so that's one of the things I'm really excited about. I think there's going to be something for everybody. And I think that just 
little tweaks sometimes in that board meeting or in the process can pay huge dividends uh, to the group and ultimately to the credit union. That's super interesting. That's really great to know. Um, thank you, David. Um, and so kind of along these lines, I mean, you kind of dipped into this a little bit answering my previous question, but one um, one thing that I kind of like, I think it's kind of fun, is this concept of an elevator pitch. So you're in an elevator and you have the length of the elevator ride to tell me what this topic is and why it's important. <laughs> it can be a long elevator ride if you need it to be. Well, there you go. Yeah, we can be. Uh, yeah, we can be on the Empire State Building. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, that, that's that's pretty. Uh, uh, no, uh, here's what I would say. Hey, you have board meetings. You have to attend. There are certain things that you have to do. And guess what? You're kind of graded on them. You're graded on them by the performance of the credit union. You're graded on them. Uh, by by your members, you're graded uh, on these meetings uh, by your regulators who are coming in and looking at your minutes. Do you think there's room for improvement? And if the answer is no, then this is my stop. Uh, if the answer is well, yes, or I don't know, then this session is for you. Uh, I have a lot of experience in the credit union boardroom. Uh, both as a participant and as a resource. And I have learned uh, a few tricks, a few best practices. Uh, and I think that everybody who attends this session is going to be able to pick something up, take it back to their boardroom, deploy it, and see positive results fairly quickly. So if that's something that interests you, come on to my floor. <laughs> awesome. Love it. That was, that was great, David. Um, yeah, that makes a whole lot of sense. Um, so, I mean, you kind of touched on this already as well um, when you were talking about something making you, you know, excited about the topic, but um, you mentioned that most of the time when institutions call you, it's because they're making mistakes. And you did mention a couple of things that you've seen in previous um, places you visited. Um, but are there any really common misconceptions that you've seen related to board meetings that you just want to point out as something for everybody to kind of pay attention to and just look for and be aware of during their own meetings? Yeah, and this kind of sounds basic, but I have been surprised at how prevalent the misconception is that the board doesn't have any control over their board meeting. And, you know, I know that sounds odd just to kind of throw out there, but let me tell you what I mean. I mean, the board obviously knows that they're the ultimate decision makers of the credit union, but most boards that I have worked with, certainly a great many of them, the agenda, uh, the format, uh, so much of it is designed by the CEO. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but what I'm saying is the board sometimes stops looking for improvements in the board meeting itself. Now, uh, they're looking at uh, you know, ways of improving the products that, you know, with the credit union and the technology and the security and, and the relationship with the community and, and uh, you know, the management of the CEO and all of that. But sometimes they, they forget that this conveyor belt that they're on, um, and for a federal credit union, it's going to be 12 times a year. Uh, for state charters, it's probably going to be, it could be anywhere from six to 12 times a year. 
Um, but they forget that if they take a look at the meeting itself, you know, the agenda, the board package, the format of the meeting, even the rules that they use to conduct the meeting, and just ask a really simple question. What's working for us? What's not working for us? And what do we want to try? And I think if boards ask that question and bring that back into their own process, uh, they're going to be very pleasantly surprised. But many of them uh, don't ask that question. So uh, I think that those that tune in uh, to this, uh, again, will pick up some very positive uh, ideas. And then to go back and say, hey, you know what? Why don't we try to do it this way? You know, don't be afraid of mistakes. Try something new. What's the worst that can happen? You go back to the way we've always done it. But the one thing you don't want to do is just keep on repeating um, a, 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 a bad um, way of doing things, even if it's just one component, because you say, well, this is always the way we've done it. So, you know, take a fresh look and take a chance. See if you can uh, see if you can increase the satisfaction with the meeting process itself. Definitely, David, just because you have been doing something one way for a long time doesn't necessarily mean it's the right way to do it. And that's really a good thing to pay attention to. I definitely hear you. Well, thank you so much, David. I really appreciate you taking the time to, to record with us today. Um, I I really appreciate all the advice you've given us about this topic. I think we've really highlighted some really good details about what the webinar is going to cover. I was wondering, as my final question, if you could tell us a little bit about yourself and what your company does. Oh, absolutely. So uh, I am, as discussed, I'm an attorney by uh, trade, but I always say that I'm a credit union kind of guy at my core. Uh, and I am a partner in the law firm of Reed and Jolly. And we have a nationwide practice uh, working with credit unions. And we are outside general counsel. And my partner, Bruce Jolly, and I have uh, between us, my gosh, I, I even hate to say, but, you know, uh, you know, probably 70 years of experience of working uh, in and around financial institutions. And so we work on regulatory compliance, uh, we work on security, we work on governance, uh, we work uh, within um, the operational settings. Uh, I oftentimes come out um, and look at the credit unions, uh, different operational areas, uh, both to check for efficiencies uh, and compliance, um, such as the collections area, the Bank Secrecy Act area, uh, governance, compliance security, any number of other uh, things. Uh, I'm also a certified fraud examiner. Uh, so I, uh, from time to time, am involved in uh, different types of investigations, uh, both on the fraud side as well as on the human resources side. And really what we do is just to provide uh, that resource to credit unions that if they have a question about something, if they need clarification about something, or heaven forbid, if they, if they have a problem um, that, uh, you know, we want to be the people that they call. 
Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, David. Like I say, I really appreciate you taking your time out of your day to sit down and, and chat with us today. This was really fun chatting with you, and I really appreciate learning a little bit more about some um, some interesting tidbits um, about this board meeting topic. So um, I really appreciate you doing that with us today, David. Thank you so much, and um, we'll see you next time. Great. Thank you so much, Rachel. Have a great day. God bless you. You too. Thanks.